Welcome to the PlayStation Report. I am Frank, and joining me this week, you guessed it, it's Tyler. Hey. Hey. What's up? Oh, no racing. No racing. We don't have race talk. No racing at all. Sucks. I don't know what to do with myself. There's no F1. There's no IndyCars. No NASCARs. Nothing. Nothing. They all decided they were going to take a break. Yeah. All at the same time. Well, Formula E had a race. Oh, did they? Yeah, they did their London E-Prix, which was wild because it was going, it actually went, part of it is indoors. It went, like, in a building Uh for, for like, I want to say about a third of the lap. Wow. That is interesting. How how does that even work? It was weird. Wow. I mean, I think uh, Formula E does a good job of putting their stuff on YouTube or at least race highlights. So if you want, if you want to see some of that, <laughs> yeah, I'll have to look that up. Go look that up. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no racing feels weird. Yeah, I guess they're all um, avoiding the Olympics. Uh, oh God, which are happening, which shouldn't <laughs> be happening. Yeah, probably not. No. Honestly, I hmm, I have opinions about the Olympics just in general. Uh but also super fuck this year's Olympics. I'm not sure if you've seen some some things that I've seen. Um, I mean, first of all, the musician they decided to contract to do the opening music uh, had some very just horrendous things come up about him. Mm. About him, like, basically doing psychological torture to disabled people. Wow. All right. And uh, also, like, on the music front... Um, they, one of the performers, they, they turned down because they didn't want any black faces on their, uh, opening ceremony. Wow. That's, that's just lovely. Yeah. <laughs> and that wow. alongside, like, some of the weird, like, basically eugenics bullshit going around about how some of these women from these African nations have a naturally higher testosterone level, so they want to force them to take like these birth control pills to lower their testosterone hmm. to fall within the regulations. Hmm. So yeah, it is just uh the Olympics have always been some kind of like eugenics project kind of horseshit. Uh so yeah. Yeah. I have a general objection to to the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird this year for sure. They find the, I think the Swedish handball women's handball team because they wore shorts instead of bikinis. Really? Even though men are allowed to wear shorts, mm-hmm. so basically the <laughs> Olympics is all for for perverts too. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't know that. Yeah, it, it is weird. I, I've only watched a little bit of it, but I'm like, hey, it just seems off. Yeah, seems bizarre. The one thing I was a little bit mesmerized by was watching these dudes play table tennis. You ever seen that stuff? Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen <laughs> the it. The way yeah. they ser- their whole technique to serve the ball is so weird. And it's almost like they don't even hit the ball. And then they like get into position and it's it is the weirdest thing. I was just kind of mesmerized by it this morning watching it. Hmm. But yeah. <laughs> it, that that's what happens, you know, when there's no racing you watch table tennis. No. Uh, the only thing I'll say about racing, though, I'm a little tired of this whole F1 drama. It's oh, just God. like anything you look on for F1 is just still more drama and more analyzing that crash between Hamilton and Verstappen. I'm like, fucking get I'm over like, it. I'm like, at this point, let's move on. <laughs> like, 
let's just move on. Like, I just, I can't wait for no, the next No, Lewis race. Hamilton did not try to kill Max Verstappen. Stop being a bunch yeah. of dumbasses. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, all the hate that he got and everything, like, no, that's just unacceptable. Um, yeah. And, and, and is Hamilton not supposed to celebrate in front of his home crowd in his home race? Like, right. Yeah. Fuck off, in, Max. It's, in, not, it's not like you wouldn't celebrate at the Dutch Grand Prix if the yeah. same thing happened the other way around. Yeah. From what I heard, too, I don't think Hamilton was told that Max got taken to the hospital and all that stuff, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm just ready to move on. From it. It's yeah. just everywhere you see. It's like, holy shit. Holy shit. Uh, but, yeah. We did have see. some racing, though. We have F1 2021. We do. We do. Um. You played some of it. Uh, you talked a little bit about it last week. Uh, I will say a warning out there for anyone. <laughs> and this might just, I'm not sure how big this group is. Anyone on a launch PS4, the new F1 game doesn't run great. Really? Nope. Wow. I've had a lot of frames dropping. I've had screen tearing. It's borderline, like, unplayable. Mm, that's unfortunate. But that's the launch PS4. It's old hardware yeah. at this point. Yeah, it's it is very old. Like in a world where, like the PS5 was widely available, I don't imagine they put out this version yeah. of the game. I would, uh, I would agree. I would wonder what that sport would look like. Yeah, if there was no supply issues. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's unfortunate. Yeah, uh, I've mostly been doing the uh, the breaking point story stuff. I am, oh man, H have you done any no, of it? I have not done any of it, actually. Okay, uh, so I am about, I want to say, I think I just finished chapter 13, and I like it. The thing I will say that I've, without spoiling anything, I want them to go all the way, take out all the real drivers, Put it, put in all fake characters so they can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, because they could tell one hell of a story yeah. if they if they did not have the restriction <laughs> of uh, legal ramifications for 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 making right. drivers do things. Right. Yeah, that would be cool for sure. Is there weird moments? There are like, moments where you're like, I wish this were this had like RPG like choices mm. and like stuff like that but it, it, it's not like that it's um it's very like you you still do like the post-race interviews where you have options of how you want to say stuff but there are definitely moments in the story where like you kind of want to have take control of the characters or if you're not going to take control of the characters you want them to write it right in a way that really commits to uh to really building these characters out mm. right yeah I don't know. I yeah. I want to see what they like if they continue with this because I I think F one like we we've seen through like Drive to Survive like there there is a lot of drama. Oh, there yeah. is a good story to be told if if you want to do that. I have a feeling they just have to commit and like just make a whole grid of characters that aren't people in real life. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. I hope they don't pull like a Madden where like that first Madden story though was kind of neat, and then it just kind of dropped off. Yeah. With each year, so who knows where that'll go? But yeah, I mean, a story mode really fits well for F one because the drama is such a huge part of F one. I think that's why so many people get sucked in. You know. Yeah. 
Drive to Survive as uh, much as it might warp some things. Yes. Definitely does highlight that stuff very well, though. Um, and, yeah, so so it makes makes a lot of sense. Yeah, That's I don't cool. think uh, Drive to Survive will have too much problems manu- having to manufacture anything this no. year. <laughs> oh, my God. I, can't, I, like, I already can't wait to see that episode of <laughs> what just happened at Silverstone. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. And I think Drive to Survive 2 has just played such a huge role in like F1's growing pretty steadily in the US. Yeah. Now too, like every race ESPN gets more and more viewers and everything, so that's cool. So, yeah, well, that's neat. So, how much F1 racing have you been doing? Uh, it's kind of the only thing I've been doing this week. Um I've had the itch to play some other stuff, but just with timing and then just also just you know, not feeling good in the middle of the week. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to race. And uh, I'm up to hungry in my season. Um, so I, I forget how many races that is. Um, if you take out some of the tracks that aren't there. Um, but I think, I think I've done about eight or nine rounds so far. Um, and I'm having a really up and down season, man. Mm. It's unfortunate. Mm. It's unfortunate. I've, I've just had some bad luck. Um, but it's been, it's been a lot of fun. So I did, um, let's see, I did, uh, Azerbaijan and I was expecting to qualify in the top five. I love that track and I usually race really well there. Qualified 10th, had a horrible last sector. It was awful. I was so mad at myself. And then comes the race, I'm just picking off dudes left and right. Like, I'm having a good fucking race. Get through the final pit stops. I'm literally two seconds behind Hamilton. I'm tracking him down. I finally get past him with, I don't know, eight laps left or something like that. And, you know, on on Baku, that's, that's still a long time. That yeah. track is huge. And, you know, just a couple laps go by and, you know, I'm just cruising. And... Then the rain starts to hit. And the rain wasn't that bad when I passed the pits. And I saw Hamilton pit behind me. And I'm like, fuck, I should have went in. And my engineer didn't call me in or anything like that. And I'm like, motherfucker, this is over now. And get through that lap, dude. The rain was pouring. It was horrible. And I'm just sliding around on these old used tires at this point that aren't rain tires. And then I had to pit, so I lost a bunch of time there. And then I had to pit somewhere along the line. I bumped my fucking front wing, so that needed to replace too. I came out 11th. Oh, God. And that's exactly where I finished. So I went from probably winning that race to scoring no points at all. It was horrible. Hmm. Bad luck. Um, so that sucked. Um, did uh, Crushed it in Canada. Crushed it in France. Both of those uh, races were a lot of fun. What I'm noticing is I let the weather just be like, you know, it is what it is sort of thing. It's kind of random, but almost every race I've had has had rain, which has been a lot of fun. Um, Really spices it up. (laughs) So, like, it rained in Canada. It rained in France. They turned the sprinklers on. Yeah, seriously. I'm (laughs) like, all right. So, you know, won both of those races and – Start to feel good, but I was still behind in the points pretty significantly. Um, then got to uh, Austria, the Red Bull Ring. Oh, yeah. I love that track. Didn't qualify where I wanted to. I think qualify like seventh or something like that. 
like, okay, I, I can still make it up, and, and, you know, I think I can pull off the podium. And it took just a little bit too long to kind of carve my way through, feel a little bit. So then I got the fourth, and I was not fully gaining on the front three, the the dreaded Hamilton for Staffen Bottas. The Hamper Bot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, I wasn't really gaining on them, but I wasn't losing them, and then I was pulling away from everyone else. I'm like, fuck, I'm I'm in like no man's land. Um, and that kind of sucks. So then pit stops rolled around, I went on mediums, and I'm like I gained some time, but not as much as I needed. And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm just like stuck here in fourth place for the rest of this race. Uh, and I got got to figure something out. Um, and I was supposed to pit one more time, and I'm like, I'm going to gamble. I'm yeah. going to make this a one-stopper, and I'm going to push my tires as far as I could. And I was able to push them until halfway through the last lap. Mm. And my tire, you can literally see it. It starts to like wobble yep. and all the, all the effects with it and everything are so good in this game. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be fucking kidding me. And I finished 10th, <laughs> just nursing it back around on the finish line. I'm like, Oh, this is brutal. Mm. It was so brutal. Yeah. But if, it you, was, if you, if you knew like you were going to do that, you could have committed on your first and went just a little bit longer. I know, there. I know. And, and that, that, that was kind of my mistake. Yeah. I didn't really think that through the whole way at the first stint. Cause I, I pitted a little bit before when I should have, and I should have pushed it further and then, then went long and I probably should have put hard tires on too. Uh, so I didn't fully think it through. So I gambled and it did not work out and it, uh, it was so close, man. Mm. But this game's pretty crazy with, like, I totally felt my tires going away from me. Like, it was getting hard to turn, and, you know, I was just getting slower and slower and slower, and everybody was catching me, and it was it was really going to be intense at the end, and then just, man, did not work out. So that was, that was still a lot of fun, though. Um, so... There's right there like two races where I should have had a lot of good points, and I've re walked away with one point between both of those races. So uh, then went into Silverstone and raced way better than I usually do there and ran second. Um, what, and it was so weird. Like, I could not catch Valtteri at all. Like, but I was consistently one and a half to two and a half seconds behind him, literally the, all 26 laps. And I'm like, Dude, I have no clue. Like, I was trying all sorts of different stuff. Um, I even tried pitting a little bit different than him, too, and still just could not close that gap. We were, like, running dead even lap times. Uh, but we were pulling away. Like, we were 20 seconds away from the rest of the field. So, just one of those things. Um, so, yeah, that, that was a lot of, a lot of fun. Though. It was funny, though. Lewis Hamilton tried to pass me in the same exact spot. <laughs> That he tried to pass Verstappen, and I'll just say it didn't work out for him. Oh, okay. <laughs> In that uh, he kind of went off the track a little bit. He didn't. I didn't wreck him, or he didn't like DNF or anything like that. He just went off the track and lost a ton of spots. And I just thought that was kind of ironic. Wasn't on the first lap though. It was on like the third or fourth. But yeah, so that's that's where I'm at. I think I'm like twenty something points behind. Uh, I forget who's leading. I think it's actually Valtteri, which is funny. He's leading <laughs> the points. Um, so, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. And I'm going to keep cruising through my, my season. It's a lot of fun. 
right. So I've had some eventful races, but cool. I like that gambling aspect though that you can pull in this game. It's yeah. it's always always fun to do that stuff. So yeah, uh, I guess quickly while we're talking about F one twenty twenty one, um, they're they patched out on the PS5 version, the ray tracing, uh, due to what they're calling stability issues. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, the problems I've been having on PS4 and just seeing this on PS5, is, is this the EA curse? Maybe. Maybe. I actually, to be totally honest with you, I didn't even know a ray tracing option was in this game. Like, mm. I haven't played around with those options. I think I just left it on, like, performance or whatever. Um, and the game's been totally fine on PS5. I've had zero issues. Um, so when I saw this, I was like, oh, I didn't even know this was a thing. But it is just weird. Because um, I feel like there's just a couple weird things in in specific things in certain games that are only happening on the PlayStation 5 version. Um, so, or PlayStation 5 versions of different games. Um, so, I don't know. There's something going on with this hardware or just some goofy stuff still iron out the kinks of it within the first year of launch here but hopefully they'll get it back in uh it's good that they took it out i mean it sucks that it got taken out in the first place so it's good that they're realizing the problem and they'll fix it and get it back in there so yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't have any other video games to talk about either so i guess we're just gonna get into the news here um Alrighty. A lot of news. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of news. Uh, let's get, um, let's just get into it. Um, Activision Blizzard. <sighs> Disgusting shit happening over there. Um, to the point where California was doing an investigation on Activision Blizzard. Um, basically because of, like, labor complaints. Um, and what they found is quite frankly just disgusting. They describe it as frat boy culture. Uh, uh, allegations here of sexual harassment and abuse, um, even in one case leading to uh, an employee committing suicide um, because uh, <laughs> they fucking passed around a picture of her vagina. Like, it's... Yeah. At a party. At, yeah, at a, at a party, party. At a company party. Not even just, like, in private. Like, not even that... that that's not a good thing either. But, like, this is at, at an official company party. Like, um, they did they did that. Um, yeah, just, just reading down this long list of shit here. Um, I, it's fucking... It's horrifying. It, it is... This... And the way they they tried to sell they try to sell Activision Blizzard as a place where you can come and your family, I, I remember comments like that, uh, trying to draw people to the workplace. It's, it's fucking, it's gross. I and it's to the point where, in my opinion, if a workplace is found to have conditions like this, you need to shut it down. You need to figure out a way to fix this structurally systemically find a way to make sure that things like this never happen again and if they do that the people are immediately held accountable are immediately like 
none of these people who have who have done this should should ever work in video games again. Yeah. Um, it's it's awful. It, it and it it it's really frustrating because we talk about this kind of stuff every year, and it seems like nothing fucking changes. Mm-hmm. Like. We had like what was the other year? Riot Games. They they went through a a period like this where shit got revealed. Yep. Um, Ubisoft. Last Ubisoft. Year. Yeah. And like, it, it just feels like it's on a cycle. Which studio is going to pop up next? Uh, as having like a horrible workplace culture. It. It's it's awful. Like and it's not even just like sexual harassment or all that shit, which it, which is awful. It's like, like, just workplace discrimination in general, like how they treat black women and just women in general as compared to their male colleagues. It's fucking yeah. It's it's gross. I don't I don't really feel comfortable. Like I I I don't know what to do about it. Like it's. It's a situation that I, I, I don't know what to do about. It's, it leaves me at a loss for words, really. Yeah, I mean this this whole report's just horrible. Of, yeah, like these cube crawls that they would do, where like, you know, male employees who are intoxicated would go from cubicle to cubicle. Um, How is that acceptable and, in any fucking workplace? Exactly. There's so much wrong with just that part, but then they start, you know, delegating things to women uh, while they just kind of like hang out, play video games, and all sorts of stuff. But then they joke about like rape and make comments and ah, just gross shit. And it's like all these people need to be just gone. And even even the people at the top, man. I mean, it's you can't tell me that's that leadership didn't know any of this stuff was going on. I mean, there's had to have been complaints and all sorts of stuff. And this this whole investigation's been going on for like two years too. Yeah, it's not like this just cropped up. And yeah, it's just like nothing's changed. It's and it's and this disgusting. is just the stuff that the investigation turned up. Who knows oh, what yeah. the investigation didn't manage to find? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 completely completely horrible. It's just horrible kind of like you're saying how I feel like we're going to be talking about another company next year or in a few months or whatever that has the same stuff going on and you would think when it happens in one spot everyone would just kind of clean up their act. Um but even you kind of hear some stuff with Ubisoft, how all that stuff happened last year, but they haven't truly changed as much as they probably should. Uh, and that, that stuff is just unfortunate. It's just unfortunate this shit even happens in the first place. Um, I mean, I, I really hope that fucking Activision gets raked through the coals on this one. Yeah, and you like, th- this lawsuit is basically to to get financial compensation to those who have suffered because yes. of this. And I, I hope they get paid. I hope they get what they deserve. Yeah. Um, but also, fuck Activision Blizzard's, like, stance on the lawsuit itself, oh, saying yeah. that it's... Absolutely. That, that it, 
here's a quote for them. It it is the type of irresponsible behavior from unaccountable state bureaucrats that are driving many of the state's businesses out of California. Uh, I think there's there's someone else that's unaccountable here, and uh, yeah. you need to fucking look in the mirror. Yeah, it's it's sad that they would try to defend themselves on this stuff when you know they know what their problems are. Oh no, big government won't let us have our fucking frat culture rape party at at our workplace. Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just one of those things of like. A corporation is not your friend. A corporation is not uh, your family either. Yeah, you like your employer. <laughs> as much as they want to say you're like family, as soon as uh, they have a choice to make, they're going to make that choice in their best interest. Yes. Yeah. My employer tries to kind of pull the whole family thing. I just find it gross. Like it doesn't matter to me, big or small. Like what it is, it's just like. No, you're, you're you're not my friend or my my family. You know what I mean. I like, perform labor gross. and you pay me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, just don't believe that stuff. It's, I guess, one way to obviously very much as a consumer is to just not to like voice your displeasure is by not buying their games or streaming them or whatever. Um, that's obviously something that could happen, but it's, uh, it's video games. And we've seen that over and over again, that even though gamers can be very loud, they very rarely put their money where their mouth is. To another degree, like you shouldn't be shaming anyone who still works there. Yeah. Because like there, there are probably good people who work there. Yeah, Absolutely. And they, they, yeah, it, it's it's not as simple as leave and go work somewhere else, especially in the video games industry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. I really hope something changes. And I, I don't think this is going to be the last we'll hear about this either. Yeah, and like, so I know it's a contentious topic to some people out there, but fucking unionize, man. Like... And I don't mean just any union, a union that is actually put in place to protect workers, mm-hmm. because we all know that not all unions are the same. Right. Some unions really just tow the company line and try to keep things quiet. Right. Um, but they need a good, strong union that is pro-worker, that is going to make sure that people get treated fairly. Um, and, yeah, just... Yes. That, that, would, that would make sure that things like this do not... If they happen, they don't continue to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can, I can agree with that. And then it just sucks that any company really of size that has one, especially one like Activision, where it just sucks that human resources departments, you know, they're not really for the employees; they're to protect the companies. Yeah. In the end. And that stuff sucks, you know? I mean, it. you should be able to have a place where you can go report uh, harassment uh, to to someone, and then that gets taken care of accordingly. Yeah, and not swept under the rug because it could become a big story or a big deal or whatever, 
you know, because someone has power in the company and uh, they can just sweep it under the rug. Like, fuck that. And it's just, it's just unfortunate that that stuff happens all over the place in the corporate world. It's just, it's frustrating when you read about that stuff. <sighs> all right. Um, I guess we should cleanse our palates here because that, that is just, it's a real downer. And I, I hate to start the episode with that, but that is the, that is the biggest thing that has, ha- that has yeah. come, come to light this week. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, I guess EA Play or whatever, EA Play Live, was that the event they had this yep. week? Yep. Um, they had a couple of announcements. Um, Grid is coming back. Well, I guess they released a Grid game in 2018, but um, since EA has bought Codemasters, now Grid is uh, coming out under the EA EA uh, umbrella. Um, Grid Legends. Um, it's 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 that racing game from Codemasters that kind of skirts the line between arcade and sim racing. Um, it's yeah, I I don't know what to tell you, man. It's it's a grid. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a grid game where they're going to be trying to do some next uh, uh some new stuff. Um what one of the bigger things about this that I find really interesting and I feel like most of the time this does not work out with video games, but um they're going to try to have like live action performances in the story mode. Um, and apparently they're using the same filming tech that the Mandalorian used to do all this stuff, which mm, is wild Okay, to put that effort into a racing game. So it's going to have a, try to have a big story mode, I guess. Um, so we'll see how that works out. Uh, most of the time I feel like that does not work <laughs> too well in a video game. So, there's that. Um, so, yeah, and then there's going to be the boost mode, elimination mode, uh, which I've been there before. And yeah, you ra- I mean, looks like you'll be racing around the world. Yeah. Like, there's all tracks all over the world. Yeah, in yeah. mixed class racing like Grid has always had. Um, so, we'll see. I have not played a Grid since the first one. Mm. So, uh, and I really like that game. And so, that was back on 360 long time ago so i never played the sequel the auto sport the reboot from yep. two two or three years ago um so i might might look into this 2022 is when it's coming out mm. so and, uh, yeah i'm just overall too just curious where how this whole ea codemasters partnership goes. how many racing games are ea going to allow right exactly and how do they balance that with, like, Need for Speed? You know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to watch. So, Grid grid seems to be the first one up, though. Yeah. Uh, we also got a look at some updates for Apex Legends. Um, there are... Hmm. It's called Emergence. Yes. And uh, it's... So they're expanding on their arena mode. They're, uh, I, I want to say it's uh, 3v3. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's 
basically they're they're expanding Apex Legends. It's going to be more than a battle royale. You're going to have your arena shooter. They're going to actually have a ranked arena now. Yes. Um, and I, I believe they also announced a character. I'm not sure if it was at this or if it was. I thought they announced it a little bit before EA yeah. Play, but but I think they showed off a trailer for it. Yeah, here, they have a character so. called Seer. Yep. Uh, Seer looks dope. I mean, all their characters have looked yeah, really seriously. fucking cool. Yeah, every single one that gets announced, like, wow, yeah, it looks cool. Seer's apparently a lot like uh, Bloodhound a little bit mm. in terms of it can track enemies, but the way he does it is differently. His, or is different, and his ultimate's different than Bloodhound as well. So that's kind of neat. I think, I think Apex might, even though every character is still pretty cool, uh, might I can see it getting into a little bit of like an Overwatch territory where every new character from Overwatch was pretty neat for the most part, uh, but some of them kind of start to seem to have kind of overlapping abilities in a way, but yeah. just a little bit different. Or Rainbow Six Siege is another one like that. So I can I could see that happening, but still, I mean, this character does look look very neat. Yeah. I believe World's Edge is getting an update. Yeah, it is, and so, uh, I like the I cool. like the look of it. Um, yeah, what they've shown. Yeah, definitely. August third is when this this stuff pops off. Yeah, I need so to get yeah. back to playing some Apex. Yeah, and I haven't even played that three v three arena mode either. I would love to check that out sometime. Yeah. So it's been a long time since I've played Apex as well. So. But there's another shooter coming out this year. Ooh. It's Battlefield 2042. They showed off a, they showed off some of this, and uh, man, this game, these matches are big. Yeah, they are. They oh, are, man. So yeah, they showed off some things. Uh, they showed off some map. They have like a bullet point list here. Um, but yeah, they have a lot of maps. They have maps from Bad Company too. They, they they did something from Bad Company to when's Bad Company three? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, this portal thing kinda like you can you can almost kinda create your own battlefield experience in a way using classic battlefield maps and yeah. weapons and stuff. So they have stuff yeah, from Battlefield nineteen forty two, um Bad Company two, like you said, Battlefield three and Weapons from all over, different gadgets, armies, all sorts of stuff, and you can kind of create your own fun in yeah, a way. Yeah, and I, we didn't mention it, but that Ripple Effect Studio is uh, working on this portal. Mm-hmm. This uh, Battlefield portal thing. Um, right. right. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think, too, like, game modes, you can kind of uh, edit those sort of things to kind of make your own game modes, and... Yeah, it just seems like a, a pretty good way in a game that is a, just a multiplayer-only experience to let the hardcore community kind of, especially that'll probably run with this, just kind of make their own fun custom game sort of stuff. Like, the only game that really I that I can remember that I had a good time with in custom games is Halo. Oh, yeah. You know, of course, that's one of the biggest things about Halo. And... Yeah, I feel Forge. like sometimes that, that's been kind of lost. Yeah, exactly. Like, Forge and all that stuff was so cool, and that stuff's been kind of lost, I feel like, in modern shooters. And so I feel like Battlefield, this is a cool way to do this. Um, it's a unique way. 
for sure. Yeah, honestly, custom games peaked at Griff Ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To the point where they officially awesome. added Griff Ball. Yes. Oh, my God, I loved Griff Ball. That was so fun. Oh. I just would play that for hours. Yeah. I would love if that came back in uh, Infinite. I imagine it would. Mm, yes. but, but, yeah, this is this is a cool thing, man. I, I honestly didn't uh, expect him to do something like this. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm curious to see how popular this is going to be mm-hmm. and like what what kind of community sprouts up from this. Yes. Uh, lastly, here I mean I don't think I got everything from EA Play. I'm not I'm not sure. I didn't actually watch. I just pulled some articles. Yeah, out. Yeah, these are the big things. I mean, they showed off some uh, like Knockout City mm. season stuff. Um, I think the next EA original title, Lost in Random, got a date. It's coming out in September. I think that's mostly it. It wasn't a big event. I honestly didn't watch it either yeah. live. I just kind of caught up on the news. Yeah. Uh, the last thing we have here um, from EA Play is uh, the announcement of Dead Space Remake. Um, they put out a little trailer. Uh, they didn't They didn't say when this is coming out. <laughs> no. Next they're they're doing only. the EA thing where they show you a little bit and don't say shit. Right. When it's coming out. Yeah, it's going to be another EA project that's just so far away. Probably should have expected this. Kind of knew this would be announced, but should have expected uh, that they won't give us much details on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, next gen only, though, which is cool. So, but very far away. Um, the trailer was neat and. And basically, so this is being made by EA Motive. It's a full remake of the first game. Um, And what they talked about is not only just making it like a next-gen-looking game uh, with with all that they could do on the new consoles, but then they're looking to, like, even expand on the story and the characters. And apparently they found a bunch of stuff in, like, the old code and all that that kind of got had to be ripped out of the game just based because of like technology oh, so, so are you saying that this is a director's cut it could be <laughs> could be a director's <laughs> cut slash remake so yeah it's it sounds like they're they are not only just remaking the game but there's things that they can expand on now because they just can do so much more um i am very curious about this i have not really played the dead space games but i think as i've kind of come to enjoy the resident evil games more i really want to go back and play these resident evil or dead space games so oh, you i got I'll, your ps3 right there i do yeah so i think i'll i'll check out this uh this game obviously when it launches i think i might try to play dead space sometime hmm. over the next year or so yeah did you ever play the first one or any of them really uh i've <laughs> never finished them i've i've held a controller playing them mm-hmm. like like in the middle parts of those games when I was hanging out with some people, but um, yeah, never really played through myself. Yeah, I I touched the first one, and then I think I remember you and I starting Dead Space three on PS three. We did years what? and years and years ago. I don't remember yeah, this. <laughs> it was like we couldn't even really talk to each other because we couldn't get headsets to work, and PlayStation Network on PS three sucked. Um, and we, we didn't have like, discord back then. Yeah. We played like once and then stopped cause that game was co-op. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's been my, 
it was like a PlayStation Plus title, I think. So mm. that that's my Dead Space experience. So I I want to check this out, but this is this is cool. And to be honest with you, I kind of hated that this leaked in a way. Yeah, it, it, I think it would it, it it took a lot of the excitement out of it. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, people are still very happy, but you know, it would have been a complete shock if this didn't leak ahead of time. Mm. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how this turns out. And I'm also really curious about EA's expectations for this as well because, you know, they kind of killed the Dead Space franchise because it wasn't selling as well as EA wanted it to. Of course, EA wants things to sell 10,000 or 10,000, 10 million copies, you know. But in a way, like, I feel like they should be hopefully just expecting like some solid like resident evil numbers maybe on this because we see like even resident evil titles will only sell like five million copies and that's the most popular survival horror franchise in video games so i don't know i'm curious how this will all pan out yeah all righty well it looks like ea might also have something else cooking i mean they 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 almost assuredly do uh respawn more specifically, they are hiring for a brand new single-player adventure in a unique universe. <laughs> um, yes. So it's not Titanfall or Star Wars, but right. Respawn is making something brand new that yes. we'll see in maybe like four or five years. Right. <laughs> yeah, kind of knew that they were hiring for something that was different, but... This kind of, I guess, gives a little bit more, this job, uh, yeah, higher post basically gives a little bit more details of how, like, apparently there's progression systems, and they're hiring, or combat designer role tells applicants they want for, like, AI creation, weapons abilities, uh, weapons abilities, and all sorts of different stuff that seems a little bit different for a respawn game. So, yeah. I don't know, not, not too much to say here, but I'm just excited for what e- Respawn does next. Oh, yeah. Like, no matter what. I mean, they're just a studio that I'm going to pay attention to. and uh, This might be far away, but I'm really curious what they would do with a, another new IP, if that's what this is. You know? Mm. So, yeah. Alrighty, speaking of maybe new projects... uh. Borderlands 3 senior developers are leaving Gearbox to go do something on their own. Um, yeah, I think. Hmm. All right. I don't. I know nothing about these people and what their <laughs> what their relationship to Borderlands 3 really was. Um, but yeah, we have a senior producer Christopher Brock, mission designer Keith Scholar, and art director Scott Kester are and. Another creative director there, Paul C. Uh, just a lot of people here. We, we've got we got people leaving Gearbox to go do their own thing. I think this is uh, a pretty. I would say I, I would say I'm excited for this because I think that maybe we could make a Borderlands like game that doesn't have Randy Pitchford anywhere near <laughs> it yeah. to influence it, and maybe. Uh, Maybe it's something that's a little bit more tasteful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I we see this stuff all the time where 
people who are at these big companies and then they leave and want to do their own thing and work on a smaller project and do something they're a little bit more passionate about maybe and you know makes makes a lot of sense we'll see what comes out of this and i imagine that so maybe some of these roles are kind of winding down on some of their projects too mm-hmm. like uh gearbox is done with borderlands 3 tiny team is wonderland supposed to come out early next year so i imagine they're winding development down on that in a way i mean yeah probably squashing bugs all that, all that fun stuff so probably a good time to leave but yeah, see where, see what comes out of that. I mean, I I would be curious if they did like a first person looter shooter, not in Borderlands. Say the word. Say Schluter? the word. Schluter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, you can't dance around it. No. Yeah, I guess no. you gotta go all the way with it. Uh, speaking of going all the way, Tencent looks to be going all the way to buy Sackboy. Not Sackboy, but Sackboy's yeah. developer. <laughs> yes. uh, Sumo Digital. Um, I wonder if they could <laughs> could do that. <laughs> if they could buy that from Sony. Oh, I'm sure Tencent could buy Sony at this point. Um, but yeah, Tencent buying the Sumo Group, uh, which like has a couple of different developers here. Uh, Sumo Digital and the Chinese Room. Um, and yeah, we'll see what they do with that. It's just, uh, yeah, kind kind of sad to see uh, Sumo Digital, like not making another Sackboy big adventure. Yeah, because I that is the like that is the natural like. I know it's kind of it's kind of fraught to say this that that is the closest thing that um that PlayStation has to a Mario game is Sackboy. <laughs> it is Sackboy yeah. v Mario. Yeah, and that, that's why I think there's. There's some really interesting stuff with this because Sumo Digital has done a lot of the Sackboy games. I mean, mm-hmm. they did Little Big Planet 3 and um, they did Sackboy. Um, so, you know, where does that leave Sony with um, with that? Uh, with that character? Because, you know, it's one of the mascots, you could say, for PlayStation still. Um so I'm curious on that, and then just, yeah, Sony just worked with Sumo Digital Group a lot and did some titles with them, and Sumo owns the Chinese Room. Everybody's Gone to the Rapture was a PS4 exclusive at one point as well, and Sony was promoting that. Um, so kind of weird uh, that, and unfortunate, they're kind of being taken away, I guess, from potentially working with Sony, but... So they're being bought but for $1.27 billion. Now, it's not in this article, but I saw in a different article that that is 43% above their market value. Holy shit, these guys are walking away with a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then there's also just the whole complicated issue of, in my opinion, Tencent, who they are, obviously. Uh you know, ten cents really gobbling up a lot of the industry and putting uh, putting money here, putting money there, and mm-hmm. we've seen how um, you know because they do. There are people that work at ten cent that have ties to the Chinese Communist Party, and we've seen how that stuff can manipulate video games. Yeah, 
and just it just gets a little scary to be honest with you uh, just on what could potentially happen if they keep gobbling up more in the industry you know yeah i mean you're right to point out that connection but like on the other hand when you have the department of defense here in the united states consulting with video game companies on how to depict America's influence on the world like we also have that here oh yeah we do we do I'm not saying that we're perfect at all but um you know just that the Chinese Communist Party themselves you know not talking about anything Mm -hmm. else related to China they just do a lot of shady shit and that that you know where does that go if, if Tencent keeps buying up the industry who knows so, we'll see. We'll see. And then I don't think there's going to be any sort of brain communist dr- brainwashing in video games. I don't think that's where well, this is going. I'm not saying brainwashing. I'm saying that uh, just uh, yes, you, we're we're not going to see like, we're not going to see things critical of the Chinese government. Yes, from that's Tencent what I mean. Games. Like Activision editing out Tiananmen Square from their Black Ops called duty and uh, cold war announcements just stuff like that you know and um yeah who knows will that come through sackboy i doubt that no <laughs> but we'll see and yeah uh, it is interesting though with tencent completely buying sumo digital group because i think the only other team they completely own is riot mm. like they only own like a, the majority of epic they don't own yeah. all of epic they own you know they have a you know a little bit in Ubisoft and Activision and um, I think Don't Nod was one recently and yeah. the Don't Starve developer was another one so they clay have games, stuff yeah. yeah clay games they have stuff here and there and there but outright buying Sumo who knows where that'll go also like Sumo worked with um, Microsoft too I mean Sumo just worked with everybody yeah so yeah Crackdown three that brilliant <laughs> video game Crackdown yes, three exactly it was. It, greatest game of all time so <laughs> in terms of like first parties that worked with sumo and they kind of just spread the love and work with everybody i'm just curious where it goes i guess mm. with them so, all right yeah let's see what else do we have um man okay uh it's gonna st- it, it's gonna be hard for me to buy a playstation 5 it is going to just be it's going to continue to be difficult for me to buy a PlayStation 5. Yeah. Um this report here from yeah, mm. so Intel CEO which there aren't Intel processors in your console if no. those are AMD but yes. Intel relying on similar chips here uh they're saying that the chip shortage affecting gaming could drag into 2023. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> which man, I'm just, I'm just sitting here, just, vi- just vibing, just vibing. I have, <laughs> I have an Xbox Series X. I'm okay, I guess. I mean, I guess I'll just not play PlayStation games, on <laughs> and talk on a PlayStation podcast. Yeah, well, you have a little bit of time off. You can just keep sitting at your computer hitting yeah. that five. Why not? Yeah. Um, Hit, hitting that F five like Brock Lesnar. Exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah, he basically the quote is, while I expect the shortages to bottom out in the second half, uh, I guess maybe of this year, 
he's talking about it will take another one to two years before the industry is able to completely catch up with demand just because demand has completely exploded for these chips basically so yeah it'll it'll be a long time Mm. unfortunately but hopefully it gets better and better you do see that Xbox consoles seem to be a little bit easier to get right now than PlayStation. Could be a demand thing with that too, factor. But maybe it's getting better, just slightly. I don't know. Like our our local video game retailer just got PlayStation fives for the very first time. Yeah, I bet they're gone. Oh yeah, they were gone in less than an hour. Yeah, uh, they posted that, but that's the first time they got them, and they didn't anticipate getting any of them for such a long time because. They're only being shipped to the major retailers, not local local stores um, like that. So, who knows? I don't even think they've gotten Xbox consoles yet, like at all, mm. any Series X consoles. So, who knows? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. God. But, it's, yeah, it's just crazy how, how this has all come about. All right. Oh, I guess, man. So uh, the supply issues are going to cause issues with the, with, the, with the selling of the hardware. We got numbers of sold hardware here. Uh, easy yeah. transition. Uh, NPD numbers. We got the numbers for June. Um, Xbox and Switch outselling the PlayStation 5, I guess. Yeah, this is... So the Switch was still, I think, the best-selling console, but yeah, this Xbox Series consoles outsold PS5. Yeah. That's like the first time you've seen that in literally years. <laughs> that yeah. an Xbox console outsold a, a PlayStation console. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, like, is it a demand thing, too, like, um, or, or a production thing? Like, yeah. was Sony not able to produce as many PS5s or ship as many, whereas uh, Xbox was maybe able to produce a little bit more over the month, but then Xbox also just had a really cool, exciting show at E3, which I'm sure drove a lot of demand for their system. And Game Pass is just getting better and better. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and They people? still give you freaking, uh, what's, what's EA service? EA Play? EA or, no, not EA Play. <laughs> no. EA, um... Oh, oh my god. god. Wow. I am access. Having, yes. EA access. Oh my god. Yeah, they give you Brain EA fun. access with your uh ultimate subscription. I th- yeah. That might not even just be an ultimate thing. I think that's just a game pass thing. Yeah, I think I think it is. It but that is literally insane though. Mm-hmm. That like you can go on and like we talked about Dead Space earlier. They have all three Dead Space games on that service. Yeah. You can just go on there and grab all the Dragon Age games there, a ton of battlefield games, sports games, I mean it's everything. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, so it's so it's cool to see that demand there and competitions there. You know, Xbox is really competing, which is just going to drive the industry higher, hopefully, or at least just create cooler competition. Make Sony do different things. Who knows? But um, yeah, video games hardware spending was up 112 percent compared to June of 2020, which. I think it's just wild to see that 2021 is still continuing in terms of the growth of the industry, I guess, from a dollar value, because 2020 obviously just exploded. The Turns industry. out people found out that they like video games. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. 
Yeah. Year-to-date hardware consumer spending is up 45% in just the first half compared to 2020. Hmm. Damn. Yeah. That is uh, that is pretty crazy. All right. So, yeah, you uh, did they – hold on. There, there were – oh, damn. Do oh, they was in this article. List? Yeah, I did see a list of games. Let me look it up. Oh. Um, damn, I thought that was in this one. Damn. You know, sometimes we just we just put links in here that uh, don't don't give us what we're asking for. <laughs> here we go. Oh, got it. You got, got it. Yeah. Okay. Got it. I'm gonna throw that in our in our doc. Okay. I'm I'm looking for it. There it is. Oh, there you are. Bam. Oh, not not a surprise. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's see. All right. So June 2021 NPD 20 best-selling games of the month in the United States. I guess I'll get us started here. Yeah. Uh, number 20, Sea of Thieves. 19, Pokemon Sword and Shield. 18, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. 17, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. 1 plus 2. 16, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. 15, Super Mario 3D World. Uh, 14, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. 13, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. 12, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. The 2019 Modern Warfare. Not the, what, 2006 Modern Warfare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number 11, Animal Crossing. New Horizons. Uh, number 10 is Mortal Kombat 11. 9, Spider-Man Miles Morales. 8, Minecraft. 7, Mario Kart 8. 6, Res- Resident Evil Village. 5, Scarlet Nexus. 4, MLB The Show 21. Three, Mario Golf Super Rush. Two, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Number one, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Ooh. Good for them. Okay. For Insomniac. That's awesome. Uh, Cool to see Scarlet Nexus in there. So high for being a... Yeah, my... (laughs) The circles I I find myself in are telling me to play Scarlet Nexus. Mm Definitely. Seems seems like an interesting game. Um, Cold City Resident Evil Village hang out up there. And I'm just still continued to be amazed by Mortal Kombat 11 and how well that game just keeps selling. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. just so, that's just awesome to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, the rest of this is pretty, pretty typical stuff. Um, the top selling, top 10 best selling games of the year. Really quick. Number 10, Minecraft. This is so far. So, number 10, Minecraft. Number 9, Outriders. Mm. Number 8, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. 7, Mario Kart 8. 6, uh, Monster Hunter Rise. 5, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. 4, Super Mario 3D World. 3, MLB The Show 21. 2, Resident Evil Village. And number 1, no surprise, but Black Ops Cold War. So Tyler, there's there's a game that's not on these lists um, that I'm surprised you didn't point out. That game being Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. People be waiting wow. for that Xbox Series yeah, X that is, that PlayStation Five version. Yeah. That is true. But that is not on there. It's kind of surprising. Mm. Maybe it's finally falling off. <laughs> no, it's the. <laughs> <laughs> when they release those 
yeah, the new versions of those games, th- that thing will be on the top of the chart. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I guess we got some uh, a couple quick hitters before we get to Ubisoft here. Uh, Fallout Worlds. Um, they're gonna. They've already. They already have private worlds. Yeah, I thought they did. Uh, you can uh, you can have your own private server, but now they have Fallout Worlds, which is going to allow you to do a little bit of customization to uh, to Appalachia. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean this is going to be a pay part of their paid Fallout First membership. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. If you want yeah. to play a private <laughs> game, you have to subscribe. Okay. Yeah. Well. Um. Uh, yeah, well, that's, I mean, it's neat. Yeah, I mean, I still play. I don't pay for Fallout first. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, I'll see what that's like. Yeah. I, I think I have a friend who does pay, so mm. I might go see what they can do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Pro Evolution Soccer, uh, they renamed their video game. It's free to play now, and it's called eFootball. And everyone I know that pl- that plays Pro Evolution Soccer is pissed. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't look very good. It is. Microtransaction hell. Yes. Yes. And I, <laughs> I do just overall find it interesting that Konami... This is kind of the first big sports franchise that is con- committing to free-to-play mm-hmm. being a thing, where it feels like sports games would fit a free-to-play model pretty well. Yep. Um, but then, you know, you you have sports games like FIFA or Madden that are that want to have their cake and eat it too, where they are stuffed with microtransactions like a free-to-play game, but then they're also sold for 60 or $70. Yeah. So... <laughs> And, and I guess this is uh, Konami's way of just trying to eat into um, FIFA's lunch, I guess. You know, which, do you think they will at all? I mean, FIFA's just huge. I don't know, man. Uh, maybe not with this version, you know, because this doesn't look too hot. But maybe over time as they iron out how the the game's models work and microtransactions and all that stuff. I don't know. What do you think? I hmm. What they need to do is go the Call of Duty route and let me slap some weed skins on my jerseys. <laughs> Put some anime girls on those jerseys. Yeah. They need to go all the way. Enough of this shit. <laughs> Give me the real stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that would be cool. Why not? Mm. But. At that point, you get in trouble with leagues and uh, teams and players. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of getting in trouble, you no, they're not in trouble right now. I mean, as far as I know, Ubisoft still working on things. Uh, they're also still working on Beyond Good and Evil 2, but they will not say any more about that video game. It seems like they should have not said anything about that video game. <laughs> yes. It's still going to be a long time. Um, yeah, this, <laughs> they didn't even want to answer the question if it would be in fiscal year 2024. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it 
which is just insane. Um, they said that the game has progressed well, but it's still too early to tell. Like, holy crap, man. This was E3 2017 that they revealed this game. And then they still talked about it in 2018. It just seemed like, you know, like, yeah, the game was still far away, but it was happening, and it was only, like, it should have been out by now almost, maybe, you know? Or next year or something like that. But, man, it's it's still going to be a long time before we see anything. Yeah. Also, just troubled, painful, long development, Skull and Bones. Yes. It is is reached alpha, alpha um, which I don't know exactly what that means for that game, but, man, Skull and Bones. Was that, was that also revealed 2017? I want to say it was. And it had a fall 2018 release date in God. the original trailer. And then it just has been, uh, just kept getting pushed. Man, they're really, uh, they're really missing the boat when it comes <laughs> to pirate <laughs> games. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently the game has, uh, has, is into alpha now. I've seen a lot of games being alpha and, some of them be um, closer to release. I don't think that means anything really with this game because uh, they still said that the game is still um, still uh, you know pretty deep into development and they're just having a lot of issues with it yet. Um, apparently a lot of people have left uh, the team as well which has made this difficult and yeah just constantly like kind of rebooting it and this was supposed to just originally just be an expansion for black flag but then they just kind of turned it into its own thing and yeah because just kind of been struggling to have find the fun but do you um, do you think when this game eventually comes out they re-release black flag alongside it <laughs> that would be like a that would be very cool to do uh, i don't know if they would do that but it would make a lot of sense or because they just no so well what they do, um, you know how they're making that like forever game Assassin's Creed, whatever I forget what that's uh, what that's in, called Infinity or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So what they do is alongside Skull and Bones, they release the Caribbean sector of that game. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Why not? Yeah, it could be a cool like tie-in with that. Although Skull and Bones takes place in the Indian Ocean, right? If I'm remembering correctly. I th yeah. I think you might be right on that. If I I mean I'm just Yeah, you might be right on that yeah. though. So, yeah, who knows what they do with that. Yeah. <laughs> right. And apparently the production of this game has been over 120 million dollars, which even all for a AAA game, that is huge. I mean, Triple A games can get up towards a hundred dollar, hundred million dollars or whatever, but like, holy crap, for a game like this, that is a lot of sunk cost. That I'm, I'm curious that if this game comes out and it's not successful, what happens? You know? I imagine some people get fired. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you're just eating a lot of fucking money <laughs> at that I, point. I, hmm. 
it, it, when I see something, I imagine like that too, Tencent buys them <laughs> entirely. <laughs> yeah, who knows? But but when I see stuff like that, I'm just like, man, I'm just shocked that Ubisoft hasn't canceled this game. But apparently, there's some agreements with um, Singapore government. Okay. So yeah. I don't know. It's crazy, man. There's there's a whole big report on Kotaku if you want to check it out. Yeah. Oh man, we didn't even talk about that Kotaku thing yeah. <laughs> about XCOM. Did you not see that? No, I did not. So, <laughs> so they released a very bad XCOM game, and uh, Kotaku's article literally calls the game shit in its headline. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I did not did not see yeah, that. Which, a might be a little bit of a bad look, but also like if the game shit like. It's shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> People <laughs> trying to call it clickbait. If anything, you got everything you needed from the headline, and right. you don't need to click it. Yeah. I mean, you you see stuff on YouTube all the time like that, too. Yeah. From different personalities of just like, this is shit. I don't know. Um, well. But this, Ubisoft um, is, is releasing a Tom Clancy game. Tom Clancy's X-Defiant. It's a free-to-play multiplayer shooter drawing in characters from all these Tom, all the Tom Clancy verse. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. So, I guess this is—is is this what leaked a few weeks ago? Like right before E three, there was a leak of like, "Hey, Ubisoft is doing this game that's mashing all these characters together," and I guess this is it. Um, cause this has I know they did another thing. They did another thing that's the same concept of mashing all the things together in a mobile game. Yes, and they just shut that down. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> they, they did? Yes, they did. <laughs> they did. And that's the one that also had that controversy about um, the raised fist. Yeah. And all that. It's like, oh my god, what are these people doing? Um, so, yeah. This is going to put all, like, Ghost Recon, Splinter Cell, Division characters, all in it. It it is a first person shooter. It looks like, and I don't know. I don't think this looks very fun. No, no. <laughs> I just don't. It, to me, it just kind of looks looks generic and um, just makes me wonder like, who the fuck came up with this idea? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> might be harsh to say, but it just they just looked they just looked at look the good. world of crossovers and seeing what all the other yeah. video games are doing. They're like, yeah, let's put in all these characters from these very from from the Tom Clancy verse where all the characters kind of meld together anyway because it's so thematically similar throughout all of yeah all of these games. Right, and I'm just really kind of confused by Ubisoft's strategy as of late. I feel like they're trying to do I mean, we talked about it when, you know, a couple months when they said it in one of their interviews or earnings point, whatever, of like, they're trying to do more free-to-play stuff. And I'm like, if this is what they're, they're doing, I, I don't know, man. This just doesn't seem good. Like, the Division's going to be a free-to-play game now. Then they got this, and uh, who the fuck knows? Skull and Bones might be free-to-play. Who knows? They but can... <laughs> they cannot afford that. No, I mean they can't. But, but 
I just don't know because it's weird because I felt like the division two like that game did really well and they're they did pretty well supporting that. Uh, Breakpoint didn't hit at all. Obviously, that was a miss. But you know, Wildlands did really well for them. And then why did they just keep ignoring that people want a Splinter Cell game? It just doesn't make any sense. And they just put it in this game. I I don't know. It's just doesn't look too fun to me. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then even some of the game modes, like there's gonna have domination in it and escort. It's like, oh uh, yes, everyone's favorite times. escort. Yeah, <laughs> it's been done a million times in games. Uh, you know, no. escort is just a misspelling of esport, and that's what they're hoping this is gonna be. Yeah, and it's not. Really seeing this on Amazon Luna, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Google Stadia. Yeah, I'm glad. Love to play my multiplayer first-person shooters in a streaming yep. service. Yep, yep. Uh, all right. Well, that's the news. That's all the news we have. Yes. Um, because I didn't want to talk about the horror of them putting Ratchet and Clank in Fall Guys. Oh, yeah, I did see that. And it looked horrifying. We don't need that. No, we the don't. world does not need that. <laughs> yes, we do not need that. Okay, well, I think I'm going to end the show because uh, there's nothing else really to talk about. Yeah. Um, so we'll all catch you next week if you have questions for us between now and then. You can email them to us at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com. Or via Twitter at PS Report Podcast, give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. And until next time, be good to each other, play your video games, and Zanski. <laughs>